We're going to learn tonight the Eloi Nishmas Harav Hagon Chacham Avadi Yosef Ben Yaakov, who, uh, as you all know, passed away so recently, and uh, it's hard for us to fathom uh, the man. Uh, the, the godless and Gaonis in Torah we know. Uh, well, actually, we don't know. We have no idea to be massive, but uh, what he knew, even at a young age, you're reading stories, it's hard to be massive. I brought the first Chalak of Sefer Yabi Omer, it's just filled with Bikiyas and Bikiyun. Jay called me uh, at the beginning of the week, Monday, Tuesday, and he suggested that maybe we should try to give a shear on the the, the topic of Sinai with Oker Harim. You know, there's a big machlokas in the Gemara, we'll see in Horios, and then the Horios about who's better, Sinai Oker Harim. I was fishing around. It turns out there's a sefer that was written on Ravadia that's called Sinai Yokohara. Mm. So Jay was Machavin uh, to uh, to Daniel. Olinsky was Machavin to. There's a whole sefer written on on, on stories and, and sheets and hashkafos of Ravadia. So, so um, and there's a sefer at the beginning of his uh, of his sefer. He actually has a whole piece on Azim Hanodif. Who's better? Who's greater? Sinai Yokohara. So I thought we would look at the sugya. In his honor and his memory, and um, uh, and hopefully uh, we'll continue to quote him and learn from him uh, from his svarim and from his ways throughout uh, you know throughout the years that we learned together. But in addition to his uh, great gaonus, which is again she'en she'en there's also if you read some of the stories that are coming out now, which we we didn't know the the, the chesed that this man had is is really also beyond uh, also almost and kamo. I was reading a ma'aser that someone sent me that there was a young a few a group of kids who were uh, not uh, not shomer shabbat not not uh, interested at all also almost you know making fun and the, the Rebbe Vadia approaches them and they were playing soccer. I think they hit a soccer ball went over into the way the Rebbe Vadia was learning. And I think at one time, uh, the, the ball hit Ravadia's hat off, knocked his hat off. So Ravadia, I think he picked up the ball, or the boys ran over, and he, he picked up the ball and he gave it to him. And they were laughing, you know, they weren't respectful. And Ravadia just smiled, and he said, um, you know, where are you from? You know, what are you doing? Because, you know, you look, maybe you look hungry, are you hungry? The boy said he hasn't been in his house in who knows how long, starving. He goes, why don't you come to my house? He invites him to his house and he asks the rabbits to make him a meal and says, are you tired? He says, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm wiped. He says, he gives him a bed. He says, you know, why don't you come back tomorrow? And he comes back tomorrow and he gives him a meal and he gives him a bed and he's sleeping there. And he turns out that he stayed there for a long time and 12 other boys were doing the same thing. And he had 12 guys living, I mean, he has 11 children, Ravadia. <laughs> and he has 11, 12 boys, whatever, wherever, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know where he would put them. I don't know. But, uh, that, that's the chesed of Ravadia. That's hard to, um, Hard to even imagine that there's someone that, that just invites people into his house and lets them stay there for weeks on end, people he doesn't know. And uh, this Rav, uh, this Rav, this kid eventually became a Rav, he became a Dayan, all because of uh, <coughs> Ravali Yosef. So. And this is one story out of probably many, many, many stories. We always, just like in, in learning, when someone passes away, what we have from them are the Svarim, but the learning that was there in the person is much, much more than the Svarim. It's like imagining that Rabbi Akiva Eger's sperm that we have is all that Rabbi Akiva Eger knew. The Rabbi Akiva Eger's sperm that we have is a small drop in the bucket of what the, of what he knows. So we have like a memory. Rafutna talks about the memories we have of the Torah of the tzaddikim who passed away. It's like it's a it's a it's a slight roshim of what. So we have a Yabi Omer, we have a Yechavadas, we have some other svachas on Avadya. That's like a small drop in the bucket of the Torah that 
and the hasmada and the and the chesed and the man that he brought to the world. So we will miss him, and uh, certainly, as you know, for our Sardi brothers and sisters, they'll uh, they feel the loss really personally. We feel the loss of losing a gadol, and they feel the loss of losing a father uh, and, and a and a, and a, and a zaidi. So it's especially hard for um, for them to be solved of this loss. So our hearts uh, and the Chama goes out to them. But uh, let's try to enjoy a Sudan Torah in his memory. Um, I also mentioned that Dr. Weinberger's uncle is a yardsidist tonight who was in Shivas Chachme Lublin and he started the first Afyomi in America. And he, his yard site is on the same day as Rav Meir Shapiro, which I just found out within the last seven seconds. And his name is Simcha ben Aaron Shimon. Simcha ben Aaron Shimon and Lina Nishmas Haravagon Chachavavadi Yosef ben Yaakov. There is a Gemara in Har Yosef, a Gemara in Brachos that says as follows. Look at this. Amar Rabbi Yochanan. Pligibar Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel for Rabbanon. Is a machlokas Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel and the rabbis. Charamar Sini or Sinai. Sinai Odif. Sinai is is China. There's a machlokes. Who is better? Who is more important? Who has more chashivus? Who comes first? Who has hakdama kedimus? Sinai or Oker Harim? Rav Yosef Sinai. Rav Yosef was a Sinai. Rab is Oker Harim. The Mefarshim explain Sinai is the person who has absolute pekius. He knows all the halachas. He knows all the Torah and the Shulchan Aruch. He knows all the Mishnayis and the Brises and the Tosefes. He knows everything. He knows everything in order, exactly where it goes. He knows all the halacha, the psukos. Sinai means the person who can answer you exactly where things are on the on the dime at any point in time. He is the person who has the bekiyas and shas, the bekiyas in learning. Oker harim, rabbas and oker harim. Oker harim means the person who is, has a mind that is sharp. He has... He has harifus, he can take up mahalach, and he can find you chilukim and differences. So who's better? Who, who's more important? Who takes precedence? The Sinai or the Okerhar? Shalchul Litaman. Well, it's hard to know. Who's better? Other means better. It's precedence for what? We're going to see the, we're going to see the story. Shalchul Litaman. Ezebam called him. So it's interesting. In Bavl, they needed a new Rosh Hashiva. And the word went out, you know, that they needed, they had to hire, that the hire or bring on the next person to be the new head of the academy. And they had to make a decision between Rabbi Yosef and Rabba. Rabbi Yosef was Sinai, Rabba was Okaharam. And they said, who, who should we have as the next Rosh Hashiva? Should it be the person who's holding in everything and he can quote, he knows the halachas on, on the Dharma, or the person who can get really, really deep? If you think about it, you go back a little bit in history, it, it's, it's fair to say, not always, but it's fair to say, that until the Bali HaTosfus, at least in terms of the Gaonim and the Rishonim, the Gaonim, the Rambam, right, the Rif, they didn't write Sfarim with Chilukim. They didn't write the Tzvei Dinim, Two Dinim, Three Dinim, this, they wrote Talachas, the Rif writes the same, of course there's always going to be some, some chiluk of some differences, but there's halachas. These are specific halacha. So, chachmei svarad. Up, I mean, of course, you have others, the Ramban, the Rashba, but chachmei svarad, the Rambam and the Rif and the Gaonim, they were really, I think, what we would call sinais. We call sinais. 
the Torah Tamima brings down in the Sefer Makar Baruch that in order to get the name Gaon, now, if you know three blot, you're a Gaon. You know, like, oh, you know, three blot is Mamash a Gaon. And if he knows a, a Masechta, then like, that's not a Gaon, that's a, that's a, a Gaon Sheba Gaonim. I think that in order to get the term Gaon, you have to know half of all of Shas Balpeh. And if they tested you, they could test you on either half. <laughs> you, have know, you have to know. They, they knew Shas but that, that was like a given. That was, they knew they, they, you know, yeah, Otherwise, you don't have that term. You don't have that term. The Mukar Baruch brings this down. The Baal Tor Tamima. The term Gaon. So up until a certain point, they really the Mahalachin learning to a big, to a large extent was Sinai. And then the Baliatos was come, the Chachmei Ashkenaz come, the Rabbeinu Tam, Rashi starts a little bit with Rashi, the Rabbeinu Tam comes, and the grandchildren of Rashi take the Torah in, in a certain sense, in a different direction, and they become Oker Horims. There's Sinai and there's Oker Horim. So they ask the question, they have to hire a new Rosh Hashiva, should they hire the Sinai or the Oker Horim? <clears throat> Anybody who's read Ravadi Svarim understands that although there was certainly tremendous Oker Horim, it always starts with Sinai. It starts with a tremendous, unbelievable Bikiyas in everything. From the Psukim to the Gemaras to the Rishonim and the Achronim and the Rishonim and the Achronim and the Rishonim and the Achronim. And then he starts quoting Rishonim you didn't know existed and he starts quoting Achronim you didn't know existed. We still don't know that they exist except for him. We don't even know that he's far, you know. Now you can go to Hebrew books, you can get some of them. I don't know where he is. So he was... He was an Oker Harm who started with Sinai. And he had a big problem. Ravadi himself had a very big problem with many of the Mahalchem of today, of the 21st, 20th and 21st century, where the yeshivas jump into Oker Harim. They say the joke, you're in a Litvish yeshiva that's very focused in Oker Harim and Kharifus, and the two boys are learning, they say, okay, let's begin the new Masech, the new Limud, Arba Avos. The Sapsen goes, wait a minute. It's not four of us. There's three of us. What do you say? Because I don't know. That's a good question. How come the Mishnah says there are four of us? It's only Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. So he says, well, you got to read the next word. It's, we're not talking about the Avos. We're talking about the Avos Nazikin. Right? So Shechta often, if you've been in a shir, it doesn't even have to be for long. He'll often say, as a joke, but it's not a joke. Or he'll say, uh, it says this in Daf, uh, you know, in Daf Kuf Yudal from the Sechti Yivamas. And the yeshivas, they don't know this because they, they only learn up to, you know, to Daf Sadi, uh, Sadi Ches. And Kuf Yudal, the yeshivas, they don't learn the end of the Masechti. You learn the first, you learn Elamit Sias, and you learn the, you know, you learn the first parak of Yivamas, you learn the first and the fourth parak of Gitten, and we forget they're at. So Ravadi, in the beginning of his Akdamat, Yabi Omer, says a big problem. People are wasting time. People are wasting time with all the Kharifas and the Bilbul and the Pilpul. It's important. First, you have to know, you have to know, Shlachan Aruch Shaz, you have to know, you have to know, Gemara Rashi, Tosavas, Rif, the Ran, the Rabbeinu Yonah, and then, after you know it all, and then we'll start to, we'll start to go. So what the Mishnah said, we're going to see some of the Svarim, the Maharal especially, we're going to spend some time on the Maharal, where he talks about this at great length. But, listen to what the line says. So who's better? Who should we choose as the Rosh Hashiva? Sinai. I want to just point out, I was thinking about this, Sinai. Who's Sinai? Who's the Sinai of the last hundred year, hundred and fifty years? Ravadia. Ravadia. What's his last name? Rav Yosef. Who's Sinai? Rav Yosef. I mean, almost Pashat. I said, Jay Komeha. Sinai. Okaharim. I said, Sinai. Okaharim. Sinai. Ravadia. Yosef. Rav Yosef. Sinai. 
But it starts with Sina. And he says, Sina is other. That's how he starts his Akdama to his Magnum Opus. He starts by saying, Sina other. Some of the Sfarim say, some of the Sfarim say, that today, Sina is not other. Today, it's better and more important to be a Mepalpil. Why? What do you have to be Sinai for? I go on to the Barilan, and even without the Barilan, I've by Svarim, I have to know every halacha on the. I open up anything Gavriel, and then the Gavriel tells me, you know, which simon, which sif, I know exactly what to do, uh, when the shloshim, when the yard stay. But I have to know it by heart. I have to know how to be a Mepalpil. Ravali says it's not correct. And he quotes Svarim, and Svarim, even today, it doesn't matter. A Tamachacham has to first be a Sinai. That's what he says. So let's learn the Gemara. Sinai is the person who knows, who has this panoramic vision, picture of all of Torah, Kola Torah Kula, and then afterwards comes the Yokoharam. That's what the Gemara says. Shalkalahu, Sinai Yodav, the Amar Mar, Hakol Tzrichel Marechitaya. Everybody needs the Marechitaya. What's the Marechitaya? The master of what? What's Chitaya? Wheat. What does that mean? Everybody needs the master of wheat. It's a funny term. So they were about to hire Rabbi Yosef. So Rabbi Yosef, he got the position. He says, I don't want it. I, I'm going to take it. Let Rabbi have it. There's an Indian of Anivus here. I feel like a lot of Rabbi Yosef, he also had a, he had a, uh, a tradition that he was only going to last for three years in the position. So he says, let Rabbi have it. And then I'll, then I'll go. So instead of dying after three years, he died after 25 years, because Rabbah was the Rosh Hashiva for 22 years. Malach Rabbah, Esra Metartish, Nebuchadnezzar, Malach Rabbi Yosef, Echol Shani, Demalach Rabbah, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef, when Rabbah was the Rosh Hashiva, Rabbi Yosef didn't take any covet. He's not the Rosh Hashiva, no covet. You know, Rabbi Nachim Zemba was one of the great Gedoli Hador of wars. He was the Rav of the Warsaw Ghetto. He was the one that said, fight the Nazis, Yemach Shemam. So Rabbi Nachim Zemba, he was a Ger Chassid. When he came to, to Ger, <laughs> So he, he, he did not allow anybody to, him, to call him Rav. They would call him Rav Zemba. I'm not, I'm not the Rav. The Rav is the Rav. The Admar is the Rav. You don't, Rav Nachman Zemba, it was a, was, it's hard to, also to explain what, what if someone like him knew, how, how well he knew it in his, his, it's tremendous. You don't call me Rav. So he says, well, we can't call you Menachem. You know, the Hasidim said, we can't call you Menachem. Because, okay, they came up with some, I think, you can't call me Rav Zemba. They go, uh, call me Reb Menachem. I think they, they settled on Reb Menachem. When, but in front of the Rosh Hashiva, in front of the Rebbe, um, you're going to give me COVID? No. That's what Rabbi Yosef was. Rabbi Yosef, in front of the Rebbe, don't give me COVID. When the Rebbe passes away, you make me the, then I'll be the Rav. I'll be the Rosh Hashiva. Then you can give me the COVID. Not in front of the Rav. What does Marichitaya mean? Marichitaya. What does the word mean? Marichitaya. The person who... Everybody needs wheat. Everybody needs lechem. Pas b'melach tocha. The way of the Talmud Chacham, the way of the person who learns is pas b'melach tocha. Al-Kosrichel marichitaya. Who is the marichitaya in the Torah? Who was the one who gave out the bread in the Torah? Who? Yosef. Look at the Pesukim. Bracious Mem Aleph, V'yosef, Rav Yosef, Rav Avi Yosef, V'yosef ben Shloshim Shana Ba'om Delufnei Paro. Yosef was 30 years old when he stood in front of Paro. Melech Mishraim, V'yetz, Yosef ben Paro, V'yavu Chodim Zray. V'taz, Aretz, V'shev, 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 V'shev,
bundles and storage houses. Vayikbo, it says, kol, ochel sheva shanam, vayitzbar Yosef, bar kachol hayom. And Yosef gathered all the bar. What's the bar? The wheat. He gathered the tfuah. Yosef was the marichitaya, the one who was able to give out. That's what Sinai is. The one who was able to teach Torah to the entire world. The entire world. Yosef is Yitzbar Yosef Barka Chalyam Harbe Maod Ad Kichada Lisparki Ain Ad Kichada Lisparki Ain Mispar. That's really the 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 the, the of Rav Avadia was like Ad Kichada Lispar. I mean, it's Yosef Hatzadik. Yosef Hatzadik. I just read that uh, Rav Avadia said when he was nine years old, he came to one of the uh, Rabbonim, one of his Rabbonim, and they tested him on some Mishnayis Balpeh. And as a result of what he knew, they gave him a present. They gave him, uh, I think, the Rashi's Chachma, the same Rashi's Chachma. And he used to love the Rashi's Chachma because it was a present that he got when he was nine. He used to write notes in the Rashi's Chachma. And in his Rashi's Chachma, he writes, when I was nine years old, I was tested on Mesech the Shabbos, and Mesech the Erevin, and Sukkah, Beitzah, Megillah, Moikot, and Chagiga, Balpeh. That's Mishnayis. And they also knew Elam Etzius, and Mafkid, and Azov, and Upalpeh. So my were very excited. They gave me the Sefer. I love the Sefer. <laughs> Rav Moshe has a similar story, I think. Rav Moshe, there was a boy. Rav Moshe was not a tall man, as you know. Rav Moshe was not a tall man. I guess maybe I have hope. <laughs> so, he was not a tall man. So when, when there was once a boy, and, and he came to visit one of the yeshivas, they would bring Rav Moshe, and the boys would come and get breakfast. And one boy looked despondent. He did not look happy. And Rav Moshe says, you don't look happy. What's wrong? He says, the boys made fun of me because I'm short. Rav Moshe says, you know what? I'm also short. When I was 11, I knew Baba Metziah Balpeh, and they stopped making fun of me. And he said something like that. When I was 11, I knew, I knew, Bob, I knew all of Baba Metziah Balpeh. Just learn Torah. It'll be, in the end, it'll, it'll be fine. It'll, you just, just keep, keep your eye on the ball. So, Ravadia. Kosei Lamar And the Hester Ravadia gave one of the great Svardash of Yaakov Edes. He writes as follows, and why don't you just understand the Hashivas he gave to Sinai, and the, the, the Derech Halimur of Ravavadya, which is what I want to focus on. Hamanoach Hadagul Shahoyam Arena Rabbeinu Yeshivas Korach Yosef, Erehatika. So he's talking about Rabbi Yaakov. Rabbi Yaakov, I think it's pronounced Edes. He says, Limdanu, he taught us. This is the Hesper that he's giving for his Rav. He taught us. Lahoel Lasok Betor Lasmuka Shmaitza Libid Hilfasa. Velobi Pilpule. Not to get caught up in the Pilpulin. That the winds take a person wherever he wants to go. Maybe it's like this, maybe it's like that, maybe there's four approaches, maybe there's six approaches. Revai says, you learn Alibi the you learn a piece of Gemara, you learn the Rishonim, you learn the Shulchan Aruch, you learn the Torah, you learn the Beis you learn the Shulchan Aruch, you move on. When you know enough, your Eon is going to come from knowing so much, it's going to, it's, it's going to, by definition, it's going to come. That's Revadi's way. Let's say, Arenu Yeshnan Yeshivas, Shehalavi B'yaradeyat Sarach, Lehizchabe B'chad V'chadarim, Someone who learns psak in certain yeshivas, they call you a batlan. He's learning shulchan aruch. It's this, it's a, it's this, you know, it's a, it's sad, you know. He says, "Ukuboshes ganav kimotzi kedai bezoyim v'kazim." It's like an embarrassment. It's a busha. It's a bezoyim. It's a. That's what Ravi says. It's uh, sad that people are not focused and not going through in the in the prime years of a person's life. When he could be learning when he's 14, 15, 18, 20, 25, for those 10 years, a person without a doubt can go through all of Shas 
go through all of Shas, go through all of you know, go through all of Shas, and uh, and go through all of Shochan Aruch, and and then when he's older, he can get involved in in Pulpulim if he wants to. And it's sad. By the time we leave, we leave Yeshivim with twenty five thirty. We leave Yeshivim. We're learning for fifteen years. What do we have? What do we have after fifteen years? I'm not sure. A little bit here. We know a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Remember a little bit of the pilpul. Vadia was vehemently, vehemently opposed to that style of learning. Vehemently opposed. Ovos Perak Bey says as follows: Yochad ben Zakai, Kibbe Mehila Mishame. We know this. Yochad ben Zakai was Makabal from Hila and Shame. Who Hayomer? Im Lamadet the Torah Habei Al Tachzik Tovli Atzmach. Person learns a lot of Torah. Don't pat yourself on the back. That's what you're here for. Kilekach not sarta. Kilekach not sarta. We know. Hey, Talmidim Hayla Rabbi Yochanan Zakir. Talmidim Yochanan Zakir has five Talmidim. Those are Harkinus, Rabbi Shimon Chananiah, Rabbi Yosef Akar, Rabbi Shimon Nisanal, and Rabbi Manarach. Those are the five Talmidim. It's beautiful. I love this. I love this Mishnah because it talks about how the Rebbe, Rabbi Yochanan Zakir, was complimenting and finding the godless of each individual. Yeah, he's a Borsuch That's by the way, a Gilgal of Ruvain, if you remember, who saved Yosef from the bar. We're not gonna go there now. That's what Lazarus Horkinus is the first time in Shah. Yachivaram Halacha Kiyachid. That's what Lazarus Horkinus, but not for now. Listen to the tapes. We can go to the, the videotape on this. Borsuch Enim Abitipa. Yosef, what is it? Um, I think is Ashray Oladita. Yossi is a chazer. Shem Menasanel is a yirechei. The Lozabat Arachan is a Mayan Hamas Gaber. So the Svarim say, the Lozabat Harkinus, Barasud She'enim Abitipa, that's Sinai. Svasemah says that. Svasemah says, the Lozabat Harkinus, when Rabbi Yochanan Menzakeh is praising the Lozabat Harkinus, he's saying, that's Sinai. That's a person, Barasud She'enim Abitipa. It was a pit that was plastered, like a mikvah. If you lo- if you're losing water in your mikvah, it's a mikvah puzzle. That means the zokah. That's a problem. means it doesn't lose a thing. It chazers and chazers and chazers and chazers stays. And Lozben Aruch is a Mayan hamaskaber. And there's two days in the in the Mishnah. The next Mishnah says, who's greater? <laughs> if you think Reb Lozben Herkinis and you put him on one scale, put everyone else on the other scale, Reb Lozben Herkinis will tip the scale. And then the next mission says, if you take everybody on one scale, Elizabeth Arach on the other scale, he'll tip the scale. So who's better? This dude started. This dude. There's two approaches. Either Sinai's other, for Elizabeth Harkin's other, Svasema says in number four, let's take a look. <coughs> if Elizabeth Harkin's is Machria, who's greater, Elizabeth Harkin's or Elizabeth Arach? So the Svasama says, Nirish Zehu Plukta, the Sinai vi Oker Harim. Haimi Nayu Ad, the Kaimla, the Sinai Ad, the Chain Khan. Sinai Adif. Sinai Adif. Sinai refers to Matan Torah, of course. Moshe Kibbal Torah me Sinai. Doesn't say Moshe Kibbal Torah me. HaKadosh Baruch says, Moshe Kibbut Torah means Sinai. That's a funny thing, no? Isn't that funny? We'll talk about that. What's Oker Harim mean? What's Oker, what does the word mean? Oker Harim. Uproots. Uproots mountains. Uproots 
What mountains? Sinai. Sinai. Right? <laughs> so I found, I found as follows. I was thinking, har, har, harim, har. You know the eight Sahara is compared to a har, right? The Gemara says in Sukkah, that at the end of time, the Tzadikim are going to come, and Hashem's going to show them the Yetzirah. And what's the Yetzirah going to look like? Like a mountain. We know this Gemara from where? Chagadia. You don't have to go further than the Chagadia. We have to be awake for the Chagadia to know this, right? <laughs> Tzadikim nidmelehem kahar gavoa. But the Tzadikim, the Yetzirah, is going to look like a big har. And we know, but the Rosham is going to look like a chut hasaira. Halalu bochem halalu bochem. They're both going to cry, Tzadikim bochem v'yomrim. Eich yicholnu l'chboj har gavoa kizeh. How can we, how were we able to be, what's l'chboj? Conquer this great mountain. There's a sefer called Guras Yehonasan. Rosh Hashanah was written, it's actually posthumously of Rabbi Yonason Ibishitz. Different Torahs, different Chidushim, different Pulpulim said by the great Rosh Hashanah Rabbi Yonason. So in the, in the, in the, in the Haskamas to this Sefer, it was put together by Rabbi Chiel Michal Sheps. He's the one who got, uh, took the, uh, the writings of Rabbi Yonason and put it together in a Sefer. It's called Gvuras Yehonason. There's a wonderful sefer. I, I don't know if they have it in English. There's a wonderful sefer called Gedulas Yehonasan, a biography of Yehonasan Ibishitz. That's a very important sefer. Beautiful, very important historical sefer. Gvuras Yehonasan is in, in Lomdos of Yehonasan. In the Haskamas to this sefer, he has Haskamas from the great, great, again, this is from the generation after Yehonasan, or two generations after Yehonasan, Chiel Michels, putting this ever together, he gets Haskamas from the great, the great Rabbanim of the time, the Avnei Nezir, and Yosef Zechariah Stern, the Rav of Shavel, and, uh, and the Binyan Shlom, Shalom Chaim Berlin, the Pstei Chemed, they gave beautiful Haskamas. He also gets a Haskamah from his father. This Rabbi Chil Michal gets a Haskamah from his father, was a Rav. And in the Haskamah, to the Gvuras Yehonasan, he writes as follows, you have to see the Haskamah together, what he says. Hein Eilu Kisveyad Atikim Chidushim An Osvav. Hein Eilu Kisveyad Atikim these are very old Kisveyah, Chidushim Noroyim. Unbelievable, wonderful Noroyim who pulled the fly, Medea, Abir Hagarim, Dorosh, Lepanet, Rashke, Bahag, Moroyim, Rabbeinu, Yehonus, and Balkresi, who placed the Orem Vitum. These are the great Torahs from Yonus and Ibishitz. My son got his hands on them. Hamugvak, Vasik, Vachosik, Yari Hashem, and Urov. He's talking about his son who was a great Tzaddik and Yari Hashem. Eshkel ha-mavuz, the golden teferas, Moreno, we're going to Yaakov Chaim Zelig. Zen nun shana oker, hore hore, yotopulo. Now look what he says. Loshem chazal, oker harim al ha-mepalpel. The oker harim is the one who's mepalpel, who works in learning. He works, he schwitzes, he goes back and forth, he breaks his teeth, to really get a deep havon in learning. What happens when someone has a, breaks his teeth on a, on a sugya and learns to try to understand something? He makes a suggestion. Says the okir harim is okir the eight which is nidmekahar. 
That's the Oker Hari. The person who's evolved on that level in learning, that, sh- that strength, the koach of that type of Torah, where one doesn't just passively learn by listening, but he gets involved and he steigs and he works and he breaks, by him it's possible to uproot the Yitzhahara. That's the Oker Harim. That's the Oker Harim. The Yodua Amar Azal, Barasi, Torah, Tavav, Eimol, and Natsko, Kmo, Divrei Torah. That's called an Okaharam. Okaharam is someone who works hard in learning, doesn't stop, works hard in learning to an extent that he can, obviously. That's called an Okaharam. By him, it's possible to have a defeat, to, I'm sorry, to defeat the Har, the Yetzirah, which is Nidmelahem Kahar. And we all know that there's different ways of approaching the Yetzirah, right? The best way to fight the inner demons or the inner challenges that we have that we call the Yetzirah, of course, is by the Kawach HaTorah. That's what all the Sfarim point out. That's what the Okerharim means. You should know that, I was thinking also, who's the Okerharim? We know Rabbi Yosef is the sinner. Who's the Okerharim? Who's the Okerharim? Who's the Okerharim? Rabba. Rabba's the Okahara. Who's Rabba? Mar Bracha says, Rabba calls himself what? Benoni. What's a Benoni? We learned Tanya for a year and a half. But Tanya explains a Benoni as opposed to a Tzaddik. A Tzaddik, again, this is high level stuff. High level stuff. By us, we think of, by, in our terminology, a Benoni is someone who does a lot of mitzvahs, he does a lot of averis, and they sort of equal themselves out. That's a benoni. Rabbah says about himself, go down no benoni, I'm a benoni. Listen, Rabbah is, we're not into full sanova here. If, if, so how does Rabbah say, I'm a benoni? But half the time he's doing averis? It says, lo pasit pumimigir, so he never stopped learning. He never stopped learning. He's walking from, from his house to his car, he's learning. He's walking from his car to his, that's, Ravadi was like that. It never, never stopped. The, 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 lo, that's what the, some of the Amoraim, the Tanayim say, Loposit Pumi Migirsa. My mouth never stopped. Migirsa was always going. Always going. Always working. So Rabbi says he's a Bainani. So what was he doing Averis? In between, it, it, wait, 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 while he was, lo, said the Baal and based on many other Gemara says as follows. A Bainani is someone who never sins, never sins. He never sins in action, never sins in word, never sins in machshava. A tzaddik is someone who also never sins. There is no difference in a benini and a tzaddik on the outside. They both never do averis. So what's someone who does an avera? That's a rasha. Unless you do tshuva, then you're, you can be back to a what's a What's a benini and a tzaddik? So the tanya, this is his sefer. The balatanya, the sefer is not called tanya. The sefer is called the sefer shabenunim. What's a Benini? Benini is someone who is able to control the Yetzahara. But the Yetzahara is there in its full strength, just like it was when he was young. It's like when my Talmudim will say to me, yeah, you know, you don't have a Yetzahara. I say, what are you talking about? I don't know. Why? Because, uh, you know, I have a long beard? <laughs> I don't even have a long beard. <laughs> what does that mean, long beard? What does that mean? You know, yeah, because, you know, now it's different, it's different. What are you, t- what are you... Cr- a tzaddik is someone who doesn't have a Yetzirah. He's completely destroyed and horror, I guess, a Yetzirah. He's done. So what is he doing the rest of his life? 
He's he's uh, arranging the furniture. He's arranging the furniture. He's in the Gan Eden, and he just has to find. He has to define which bracha to make first. That's the cha- which stucker should I give to? He's already in Gan Eden. That's the, what's a beta? Beta is someone whose yitzhara is absolutely as strong as it's ever been, but he's able to control it. Doesn't sin. That's a Bainani. Rabbi says, I'm a Bainani. Rabbi's the Oker Harim. Do you hear? Rabbi's the Oker Harim. The Oker Harim means that someone who's low past that the person who's always learning the Papal and Torah, is able to control the Yetzirah, which is Nidmekahar. That's what the Oker Harim means. Rabbi's a Bainani, which means he says about himself, because the, the, the Talmudim over there said to Rabbah, you're a Bainani, so what are we? Like, if you're a Bainani, then what are you? Ilmala, you know, haven't, you have, every other create, creature goes, Rabbah says, no, no, he, he was being honest, I'm a Bainani, I still have a, I still have a very strong Yetzirah. So a very strong Yetzirah, Rab, Rabbah says. But because of Oker Harim, this he doesn't say, this we're saying. Because he's in Oker Harim, because he's in the Palpel, and he spends his time learning, so the Koach HaTorah is able to be Kovesh, the Yetzirah, which is Nidme Kahar, that's what it means, Oker Harim. That's what it means, Oker Harim. You hear the Vart? That being said, that being said, there's a sefer that we quoted once or twice before called the Pasa Sholcha. Pasa Sholcha Rishon Mishklov is a Talmud of the Vilna Gon. Talmud of the Vilna Gon. You should know the Vilna Gon's derech in learning was also a Sinai approach, and after the Sinai approach, you learn Aliba de Hilchasa. Forget about all the pulpulim. You learn how to the and then after you have called Torah Kula, leave the Hilchasa, Ben Esel Mishnah, Ben Chamesh Esrael Talmud. He disagrees. Ravadi and Yabi Omer disagrees. He says it's not true that today Okaharim is more important. Today Sinai is more important. First you teach the kids Tanakh and Mishnayis, do that till they're 15. Why are you starting Gemara when they're 9, when they're 10? Why, why, why would you do, why would you mess things up like that? Ravadi. The Vilna Gon says, the Vilna, and these are people who knew Kolotoro, you know, they knew Shas by heart when they were 15, but not everyone's like that. So the, the, in the Pasha Shulchan, he writes in the, in the Hagdama to the Pasha Shulchan. This Hagdama to the Pasha Shulchan is packed, it's packed with, 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 Tovos, Tovim Umar Goliath, where he writes as follows. Sleepily Rav Golacham Medinasi Shoy Ben Beisabamecharfa. Okay? I heard from a great Rav who was by the Vilna Gon all the time. He was been biased by the Vilna Gon when he was young. And listen to what he tells the people standing there. Imagine the Vilna Gon is at the, it's Sukkis. A lot of these stories happen on Sukkis. I just quoted a story on, you know, how do you know Avram Avinu kept the midst of Sukkah, Bakol, Basukkis Teshu, Man Yedu. So the Vilna Gon says it's important for every single one of you. He says to the Hebra that's there, it's important for every single one of you to be a Bucky in one Mesechta Balpeh. 
Chava al kol tamashi al kaponim baki b'mesechta achas balpe. Leman lo yevato mitzvah v'hagisa be'eslechta baderach. What are you going to do? You're going on the way. You're walking on the way. You're walking for an hour. What are you going to do? Just stop. Waste the time. Learn one mesechta balpe. Not a mesechta. Mesechta of mishnayos. Mesechta mishnayos balpe. I suggest mesechta avos. By the way, because avos is practical. It's life. It's it's the it's the yisod. Learn mesechta. We should learn mesechta avos balpe. Learn mesechta balpe. Okay, it's a suggestion. So you should have, right? You're in a dark room, you're in a prison, God forbid. You're thrown away somewhere. You don't have svarim. You have to be able to, you know, yeah. you're driving, whatever it is. So listen to this. Listen to the story. The Rav heard this. He took it very personally. He says he's going to go learn Masech the Sukkah. So he goes, Bechaz HaMasech the Sukkah Harbe Pam Meshayed the Balpeh. He learned Masech the Sukkah Balpeh Milo B'Milo. He went over it with people, with some of his friends. He knew it. That's as far as I go. <laughs> right? And he says as follows. <laughs> so he comes to the gone and he says, I know Masech the Sukkah Balpeh. I did what you said. I did what you said. I know Masech the Sukkah Balpeh. So he says to him, Would you like me to test you? Mm-hmm. Gon says, would you like me to test you? Do you want me to test you? She says, I know the whole thing. Balpeh, what's the test? I know it, Balpeh. So listen to this. The Rav asked him one thing, he didn't know it. And all the So the guy was like, you know, he was up against the wall, you know, he's like down for the count, and the gun starts to say, eight machlokas and by Rabbah, this how many sukkas are this Rabbah, like this. Balpeh, mamish balpeh. Every the regra opened up his mouth. Umana osam kumana margolis. He started to count them by finger, and he broke down the whole masech. The how many psukim? How many tanoim? How many maroim? How many pum? This halacha said that halacha said. How many sugis? How many shidas? How many dinas? How many tosavos? How many shamis? How many sukkas tzulos? How many sukkas kshevas? How many sukkas seros? What's mentioned? Why are some things mentioned in the masech? Why are the things that are not mentioned in the masech? How come they're not mentioned? That's Sinai. The grow was a Sina. He was an alcoholic, of course, but he started with a Sina. That was the, the derech of the Sfaradim, the derech of Ravadia, the derech of the Gon. It's funny that the Gon of Vilna is the, is the, is the Av. He's the Binyan Av of the Litva Yeshivas, and for some reason we threw it out the window over the last hundred years. Now I'll tell you, it's not just the Gon, and it's not just Yabi Omer, it's the Maral. We have to see two pieces of the Maral, you're not going to believe what he says. The drushes of the Maral say as follows. And it's something to keep in mind in our own Derech HaLimud. He says, we're blind, the Maharal says. We're blind. We want to be Kona the Torah, and what do we do? We leave the Mishnayis. People go after the Shriva Saleh. They're learning constantly with the Gemara. They leave the Mishnah, they run after the Talmud. The Maharal says as follows, People 
people forgot about Mishnayis. Because they think, you go like, go like this, with the thumb, with the pilpul, and the Talmud, yeah, you know, otherwise you're not going to be respectful. You have to be focused on Mishnayis. If a person spends his whole life learning Talmud, that's not what Chazal had in mind. Everybody's involved with the with the sharp pilpul, and they'll sit in yeshiva a whole year and learn eight blot, and that's the whole year. But they know it with the pilpul. Could have been doing a whole mesechah, do 150 blot, and know it. Chazara, chazara, chazara. With Mishnayis, Balpeh. By the time you leave Yeshiva, when you're 25, you'll know half of, half of Shabbos, you know, call a Torah. Nope, this Maharal says, he can't believe it, people are wasting their time. I tried to tell people. Look at the last two lines of the Drasha. This is one of the Drashas that he gave. First, learn all of Mishnayis. Get a good foundation. And then you'll learn everything. No one wanted to listen. Imagine no one's, no one's listening to the Maral, and still no one's listening to the Maral. Nope. I was actually speaking to one of the principals of the yeshivas to actually try to think about doing something like this. <clears throat> they don't listen to the Maral, they're gonna to listen to me. <laughs> and then Asiva Solomon says as follows. Every in the early days they knew things. They knew it, they knew it Balpeh. They didn't sit with the pilpul. They didn't sit and break their heads over the pilpul. They did that later, much later. First, they spent the first formative years in Mishnayis and just learning and understanding and going through Mesechtas and Mesechtas. You have to know it, not to just read it without understanding it, but you read it and then you look at the Shulchan Aruch and the Torah and the Beis Yosef and then you move on. You chazard 50 to 100, 101 times and then you move on. Because nowadays they've left this. And this has caused a tremendous kilkul. In the generation. This is not the only problem. This is just, this is just, that's just halbut sorry. The moral says, I'll tell you what the full story is. The full story is, I'll tell you what the full story is. I'll tell you what the full story is. I'll tell you where it gets a little small, read it together. On this, it's worth for a person mourning. We're sitting here naked without Torah. We've changed, we went off the derech with learning. And it's also, someone could say, he's a mapalpe. He's sharp. He's a ma'ayin. He's able to, uh, to... Big problem. Has, 
first do it all, and then you rip it apart. First know it, and then steig. First, at least, Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky would say, that what the first thing he has to do, three times he'd go through a Masech to Gemara Rashi. Wouldn't touch the toasters. Gemara Rashi, one time, two times, three times, four times. And then after he has the whole Masech in front of him, then he would do it Be'ilin. And he said about himself that the Masechtas that he didn't do like that, he doesn't know half as well as the Masechtas that he did like that. First you go through the Mishnayas, and then you go through the... So it's the Derech, as the Tanya calls it, the Derech, Aruka Uktsara. It's the longer way, because everybody else is, you know, they're doing the Rabchayims, and I'm still... Uh, but I'm on Daf Yud Zayin, I'm on Daf Ayin Zayin, I'm on Daf Kuf Yud Ches. I'll get there. It's going to take longer, but when I get there, it's going to be a much shorter way. A much shorter way. And then he starts to go again. And he says, Harel Af, on the bottom of the first column in Osir, Harel Af. Harel Af. Even if it's correct, people, first you have to know. First you have to have Gersa. First you have to have Sinai. First the Sinai. Odif. Sinai Odif. Then you could talk about Okir Harim. How are they sharp if you don't know the Mesach? You don't know the basics. And you're working on the, on the people, on the Svarah. And he goes again in the second column. You have to just hear it. The young boys. If they learn this way in they would know so much by the time they're twenty. Now they don't have the mesectors, they don't have the pilpuls, pilpuls. They have, end up with nothing. So, the, the derech of the Maharal, the derech of the Tosfus Yamtif, the derech of the Vonlagon, the derech of Ravadia, the derech of Sinai, the derech of Chazal, really, is to first Sinai, then Okir. So Okir Harim is very important. Matter of fact, as we learned, the Okir Harim, the Okir Harim, the Palpel, the one who sinks his teeth into the sugya, is able, it has the Koach to be Okir the Har, which is the Yetzor, which is Nidmelem Kahar. Rab is an Okir Harim, he's the one who's Okir the Yetzor, which is Nidmelem Kahar. It has to start with the Sinai. Sinai is Odif. That's what the Ravadi in the Nisak Dhamma teaches us and tells us. But I want to say one more thing about Okir Harim. Okir Harim. Okir Harim. One who learns like that is an Okir Harim. Is it important to be an Okir Harim? Rabbi was an Okir Harim. is important. First Sinai. At least, as a Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, at least first learn the Mesechta. So you're going to do Mesechta Sukkah for the next two years. Spend nine months doing the full Mesechta Gemara Rashi. It takes, maybe you can do it in two months. Nine months. Then do it again. By the time you're a year and three months... You know the Masechta almost bal, you know, almost bal because you've done it four or five times. Then do it. Then work with the Chavrusa working on the, 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 the pilpul and the, and the, and the, and the Chakiras and the Rabchayans. That's the derech of the Sardim, the derech of Vadia, the derech of the Maharal, the derech of the Vomodo. But what is an Okahar? But then, then you get to Okahar. Then you get to the Chakiras and the, and the pilpul. The pilpul Shalemes. Which har is he being Okahar? Which har? So we said the har, the Yetzirah, that's a nice drush. But that's only one har. The Yetzirah is Nidmelamka. He's Oker Harim. Which har, why is he called an Oker Harim? Which harim is he being Oker? 
Let me ask you a question. We know one har that was Nekar. We said it before. Which har was Nekar? Hashem at Har Sinai. What did he do to Har Sinai? Mm-hmm. So what did he do? What did Hashem do? It was Oka the Har. It was Oka Har Sinai. Oka Har Sinai. There was another Har that was Nekar in our history. Which other Har was Nekar? Do I remember? Which Har was Nekar? Take a look. The last Mar Mokum. You'll remember it when we do the Rashi. I was very excited when this hit me this week. So I hope that you'll be as excited. Yaakov has a dream. Says Yaakov passed by without davening. Remember the, the Rashi? He passed by without davening. He misses Haramaria. He makes his way, right, all the way down to Chorah. And he says, Oh my gosh, after Avarti? Is it possible I passed by with my father's dad, my father, my father, my forefather, Yitzchak, Avram, they all daven, and I didn't stop to daven? So let's read the Rashi together. This ladder was in Beersheva. It ended, and, and the, the, the middle of the ladder passed over in his dream the Beersheva. So the top of it was in Betel, the bottom of his the bottom of it was in um, was in Beersheva, and the middle's in Yerushalayim. Klape Shomru Rabbo Senu, Shomar Kadosh Baruch Hu Tzadik Zeb Ba LeBeis Malone VeYifter Ba LeOlina VeOramru Yaakov Karol Yerushalayim Betel VeZuluz Yerushalayim VeEchalam Dukein Omer Ani. So again, in order to figure out where Yaakov was and where he died and how he had to come back, look at the lashon of Rashi. Omer Ani, Shenekar HaMaria Bolakan. Shenekar HaMaria Ubolakan. Vzuhi Kfisatz HaOrez HaMura Beshkita Schulen. Again, the details of exactly what happened, where, what went where, there's different, uh, yourselves have to look at the Rashi and the Ramban. <coughs> Basically, there was some type of Akira, there was an Oker of HaMaria. We can talk about an Oker Harim, being ochre two mountains, the two mountains that we know were Nekar, Har Sinai, Kafalem Har Kegigas, and Har Hamaria, which is Nekar to meet Yaakov. Yaakov Ishtam Yoshev Ohalim, the Sfarim say Ohalim, the Ohal Shal Sinai, and is the Ohal Shel Oker Harim. What does it mean to be ochre the Har of Kafalem Har Kegigas? And Oker the Har of Nekar HaMaria. The Oker Harim is true, is true. The person who, who, who works on that level of breaking his head to try to understand something in Torah is someone who is true to the, well, to, something is true to 
what lives at the bottom of the mountain called Har Sinai, and that lives at the bottom of the mountain called Har Hamaria. The idea called Torah Sinai and the idea called Torah Eretz Yisrael. There's something called Torah Sinai and Torah Eretz Yisrael. There's something called Torah of that, a Torah that was learned in the Midbar, and there's a Torah that was learned in Eretz Yisrael. There's a connection between the Torah that was given at Sinai, Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Kibbal Torah in Sinai, and then there's something called an Avira de Eretz Yisrael, a Torah given in Eretz Yisrael. Ravavadia Yosef, Rav Yosef is Sinai. Rav Yosef is Sinai. Rav Yosef is Sinai. Ravadia Yosef was a Sinai and an Okaharim. That's Pashat. Sinai and an Okaharim. But he started with the Sinai. He started with the Sinai, and he made his way from his very humble beginnings, very humble beginnings of a very Pashita, simple family, to be able to be such a person where it's hard to know. 600,000, 800,000, a million there. I spade them all over the world to mourn the loss of Rav Avadia. And uh, it's Kedai, perhaps this week, to, to open up even a Yechavadas and look at some of the Sarm just to see the breath and the, and the godless of this man in Torah. And then to read some of the stories about his tremendous, unbelievable chesed that this, um, that this person had and how we combined how we combine the two, and I want to end with a with a story from Ravadia that I saw. I'll read the story to you. When I was 19, my family underwent an extremely traumatic crisis, in the wake of which my mother demanded that we pick up and move. But in my family, picking up and moving was anything but a simple matter. From the day they married, my parents had lived on the Moshav right near my paternal grandparents, and in our Moroccan family. My father, as the firstborn and the apple of his father's eye, had both the privilege and obligation to remain with his parents and looked after them with infinite devotion, which he does to this day. Living near them was part of the package. Under normal circumstances, the issue would have been immediately decided in accordance with the wishes of my grandfather, but in this case, the crisis had been so severe, literally life-threatening, that my mother's position received real weight. And so after long discussion, it was decided that a great crisis calls for a great die-in, and the figure who was selected to decide was Ravada Yosef. So the family wants to go and move from this area. Everybody wants to move, except everybody wants to stay, because in order to, you have to be near the grandparents and take care of them. And the mother decides, says that she has to leave. Who's right, the mother or the whole family? They go to Ravadia for a psak. A meeting was arranged, and an entire entourage traveled to Rebavadia. My grandfather, may he live and be well, my father, an important rabbi from the regal Abu Chatzara family, an additional important Spartak rabbi, and me. Why me? This is a 19, a woman talking about what happened when she was 19. Why me? Because my refined and quiet mother cannot even think of standing before a room filled with venerable, bearded men to present her viewpoint. So she sent me. The entourage entered the room of Ravadia, who was sitting behind a heavy desk covered with piles of holy books. My beloved grandfather, a deeply distinguished man of royal manner, presented the story and summed up saying, Now everything is, is in order, Hakol Beseder. We have returned to our routine, and there is no reason why they should move. The other distinguished rabbis supported his position and concluded we should stay put. My father sat silently and did not dare to speak. The speakers created an atmosphere of everything is okay. Business as usual. They were going to stay. I stood alone, this girl says. Now a woman. I knew that I had to speak now or forever hold my peace. I said, but Harav, it isn't so. I told of the great and terrible feel of my mother fainting, a family of seven that sleeps in one room for fear of what can befall them, what can befall them in the night, of my 11-year-old brother who needed an escort to the bathroom in the night because he was afraid to go alone, of the fear to leave the house and the fear to remain indoors. I spoke and cried, spoke and cried. Ravadia called me over to the side of the desk. All the bearded and distinguished men were on one side and Ravadia and I were on the other. He reassured me, saying, it will be Beseder, it will be Beseder. 
Now tell me everything. I told and I told. When I finished, he turned to them and ruled. They are moving. My father said, but Harav, what will be with my father? His soul and mine are bound together. To which Ravadi replied, first worry about your own family, and then worry about your parents. The ruling was unequivocal, but then the rabbi from the Apokotzerah fairly called out, Harav, she's studying law. Meaning you shouldn't, don't trust her. She's studying law. She's not studying. She's, she's, uh, she's leaving, you know, she's, she's a modernisha. <laughs> they didn't use that term. Madorni. It was a mighty attempt to sway the decision for an entire 19 year old girl with four short words. I was still sitting next to him. Rather, turned to me and said, you should have Hatzlacha. Just always remember whose are the true laws. We left his room. I exited very differently than I had entered. I left with mighty support for the path I had chosen. I left with encouragement for a path in life as a religious woman who wanted a profession and a career who wanted a voice in a world of bearded and distinguished men. With support from the greatest man of the generation who essentially said to those bearded men, do not doubt her sincerity, her integrity, and the honesty of her motives. Even if she makes choices that you neither accept nor approve of and saying to me, go as long as you're bearing your heart that on this path of yours. With all its windings and difficulties, you remain faithful to truth, to Torah, and to the master of the universe. From that moment, I loved him so much. That's why she loved her a lot. There are stories by the thousands like this. We miss him. Huh? And we'll find out after. Good, Yeshua.